but um <laughs> you know uh just a little bit about uh chef smith you know i'll let him uh sort of fill you guys in with the more personal details but uh you know, Chef used to be the uh, personal chef for Oprah Winfrey, uh, you know, many award-winning cookbook authors. Um, the coolest thing I thought, uh, you know, James Beard, Humanitarian of the Year in 2007. I'm, it's a huge honor. Uh, anything from James Beard lately is pretty coveted, but, um, you know, that honor in particular just shows a lot about Chef Smith's character, um, as well as, you know, a deep-rooted family history here in Florida. So, uh, you know, Chef, I'll let you kind of talk a little bit about yourself to our followers, but we really appreciate you being on the show. Well, it's truly a pleasure, and thank you, um, Doug. Um, you know, um, right here in St. Pete, um, Florida, one of my favorite places in Florida. Um, it's amazing what's going on here. Like, there's a yeah. there's some cool going on, and you know, I I've always loved St. Pete. I always thought it was a great place, but I'm also proud of the fact that St. Pete has one of the largest pride parades in the whole state of Florida. Yeah, you know, wherever you got gay folks, you got fun. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. And and, um, and, and and this restaurant tonight is is opened by a couple who I'm very proud of. And um, but anyway, you know, um, the restaurant business is an interesting business. You know, my background was not in the restaurant business. I've been a chef, uh, personal chef for a lot of interesting people, and yeah. um, you know, from governors. Florida to um, Michelle Obama to Oprah, you name them. And you yeah. know, the, what I what I found about all of them is is that people always ask me, "What are they like?" What are they like? Well, you know, I think most people are all the same. They just want good food, and right. um, and I think it's important that you know we as chefs. I mean, everyone always wants to get to that person, and I have to tell you, as chefs, you have the tool to get to people and get what you want. You just cook for them. Right, right. It's an you intimate know, um, experience. Right. I, I'm telling you, food is a is a wonderful magic that enables you to get into a lot of doors. Yeah. I've definitely found that early on in, in my years. And, you know, obviously with you being here, um, you know, that story, you came in, you know, to the hotel that I'm working at and, you know, just served you some good lunch and, you know, asked you, hey, would you mind, you know, giving us a little bit of your time and you were really gracious to do that. And like you said, uh, you know, that smoked wedge salad kind of brought us here. Which... It was, it was delicious. It was very, <laughs> very good. I loved it. I love the smokiness it. of it. I love the dressing and the crunchy and the, it was all, it was delicious. I, it was really the bacon and everything. It was great. <laughs> um, and, um, and that chocolate tart was beyond delicious, you know, really good. Yeah. That is a, a, f- former recipe from one of our executive chefs uh, that actually had a write-up in it on the uh, Tampa Bay Times. So uh, it's definitely a, a solid and true recipe we keep at the uh, hotel right. right now. It's really, it's really delicious. I like it. I mean, I would even like it if the, you know, I know they use like a, a cookie crumb crust yeah. on the bottom. I think that you could probably gussy that up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I, the, the ganache is really good. It's like a milk chocolate ganache. Yeah, and I've had it done like that with bittersweet, and then they put a little bit of orange in it, and that's really good. Yeah, um, but it's a it's it's delicious. It's good, but I mean, you know, I come from a place where you know, majority of the chocolate I put in my mouth was milk chocolate, so I right. do love milk chocolate. But um, but anyway, um, it's it's really delicious, and um, and I I, I like I said, we had a great meal there last night again, and uh, the octopus was really delicious, and. And, awesome. um, 
really, really super. But um, but it's good to know that St. Pete has great food, you know. And um, I heard about this Nash's chicken. I want to try that out. Yeah, uh, Nash's chicken is actually uh, Chef Ted Dorsey. Mm -hmm. um, he mm -hmm. also, uh, with his business partner, runs the mill. They have one in Tampa mm -hmm. and one in mm -hmm. downtown. And uh, he actually opened up the Castile restaurant back in 2014. Really? So he he has his stamped Chef Ted Dorsey. Yeah, he's a he's an interesting fellow to talk to as well. I also want to try um, uh, Focheesi. Is that good? <laughs> Focheesi's. Um, you got to get their purple drink if you go. Uh, it's on the beach. Um, I haven't been there, but uh, my old banquet chef went and he said the grilled cheeses are uh, pretty funky. So you'll have to check it out. Well, I think it's kind of like, as I call it, I remember when I went to LA and I went to all these late night places and I always right. refer to it as stoner food. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it uh, seemed really, really cool. Exactly. But, um, you know, I do think that's what's interesting. You know, people always say, what's the next? What's next? What's the best? I will tell you the, the most simpler way that you can get food out in terms of the cost of producing it, in terms of the amount of labor, this, this most simplistic way that you can do it is going to be what's best to do because it's, you know, opening um, restaurants that have a lot of moving parts at these times is just too expensive. And right. uh, not to say that there's not a need for that, but, you know, you know, you, you come from millennia. I mean, right. you, you, you know, there can't be that many millennias in this world. Right. Right. You know, no, there can't be. Right. And, um, and I, I was, um, I love millennia. And, um, and it's, it's a, that very special restaurant with special occasion. And, um, and Grant has been a trailblazer in fine dining. He does a great job. I also used to love Grace and those other restaurants too, which really, really terrific. Right. Um, but I, um, but you know, I, I, you know, I come from Northern Florida. I'm a little country, but I'm also <laughs> a little, I'm a little rock and roll too. You know, like, I mean, I like, I like, I love, I love food that has a country soul, but I also love things that are a little bit chic too. And my biggest um, thing about when it comes to Southern American food is that people tend to, tend to slop it around. And I have a right. very dear friend, Scott Peacock, you may have heard of him. And um, he, uh, he has defined the art of biscuits. I mean, he makes his own baking powder and, and he's very specific oh, wow. about the flour yeah. and he uses lard and, I mean, when it's done as an art form, it is absolutely delicious <laughs> and so beautiful. Right. And nothing more wonderful than gorgeously shucked um, southern oysters with just a tang of salt, and and you know, and you can eat them raw, or you can, or you can, you know, roast an oyster roast, and you know, I, I just love, and I love beautiful, you know, red rice, and and I love, um, you know, everyone always thinks of. Um, gumbo and all that and jambalaya, all that is southern. It isn't. It's Creole and Cajun. It's a totally different cuisine, you know. Right. But, um, but you know, one of the things that enabled us to be successful at Disney is that I was able to show Disney my South. Well, my South has chicken and dumplings and fried chicken. Okay. And right. we don't have palm trees and flamingos. We have <laughs> oak trees with Spanish moss. And but um, but it's 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 been. I've been able, I mean, when I first started this whole, um, I call it my whole fried chicken journey, I used to get laughed at saying, why are you making that food? You know, it's housewifey and blah, blah, blah. Well, that, you know, let's trust me. 
I had the second top restaurant in all of Walt Disney World, and we sold 52 or 40, 50, 42 or tons of fried chicken last year. Yeah. You know? And speaking of your, uh, you know, Disney uh, journey, I learned that, uh, like myself, you also did an internship at Disney. And so, you know, that idea of homecoming was probably not only Disney, but also Florida in a sense as well. Right. I, it was an email to Bob Iger. But you know what's really unique about me at Disney? What is that? I'm the only cast member in Walt Disney history to ever open a business. Really? In history. Huh. That seems like that should have definitely happened before. That's really crazy. I don't, I don't know why, but I mean, right. Cause you know, so many of the people who work for Disney are so, so devout Disney people, but right. I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't, they never, maybe they just, I mean, there are people that worked in food at Disney who, open their own restaurants and stuff like that. But just maybe it just wasn't the case, but, but on Disney. Yeah. Yeah. But there I, there you have it. I know my last four years with Disney um, has sort of Disney'd me out a little bit, but maybe one day I'll, I'll make the return back. Well, You'll come back. I mean, these have been hard times. And to be honest with you, when you see the difficulty, how the pandemic and COVID has affected um, a company such as the Disney company, it really you, it can tell you a lot how difficult things are. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, when, when a company like that is affected like that, then you really, really understand how hard and rough it is. So, exactly. Um, so, but I mean, cause it's affected everything. It's affected. I mean, I met all these people from California today who are leaving California because they just can't, can't live, you know, because of right. things. And, so anyway, things are just it's, so bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, for if if my suggestion to the to today's chef and people in the restaurant business, um, just think simplicity. And I read a great story today, and it was in it was in Inc. and it's and it was Mark um, um, Cuban was saying, first look at what you do really really well, and then look at what you don't do well, and focus on making what you do well great and what you don't do well focus on making it better and um and i think that um good business just comes from the fact of knowing what you're doing and um and also understanding too that you know that um i think like in a lot of restaurants they have a tendency to do large menus that is too much requires too much prep we call those cheesecake factory menus yeah 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 it requires too much food in house and i think one thing about what happened with with covid and everything it has definitely cut down menus and and i think people are being much more efficient with that and you know also efficient with labor and stuff like that Definitely. Well, that was, you know, Taco Bell's whole business motto. I think they have like an 86% menu matrix that, you know, they have, you know, 86% of their ingredients are going into every single dish. And it's that sort of idea, like you said, you know, keeping it simple, not at the quality of Taco Bell, but that sort of uh, idea. Um, So chef, we have a a couple more uh, questions for you, but uh, one of the things that I thought was, so interesting is uh, your cookbooks, you know, this uh, back to the family, back to the table. Um, now, you know, you have this family um, that I was lucky enough to cook for uh, over the last couple of days. 
would you change anything in those books or, um, you know, well, add I, something I would first or? tell them, I say, you're batshit crazy if you want children. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's tough. Yeah. So really. I want to tell you something. I've done everything. I've opened restaurants. I've cooked for movie stars and presidents and stuff. But I have to tell you, um, raising children is the toughest job I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah. And, um, and you know what? They don't care that you're a celebrity chef or a top <laughs> chef. They just want food. Like my kids called me tonight and said, Poppy want breadsticks. When can you have them here now? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, but they're cute. Right. And, uh, right. But I've been, you know, like I said, I've been very fortunate and, um, and, you know, those books were fun and they were enable us to really teach and show um, people like, you know, most importantly, you know, at the time I didn't have kids and stuff, but I, my, my, um, my, my, the lessons that I learned in success came from the fact that I had cooked for so many families. I learned a lot of that just for cooking for families. Right. Um, but taking care of other people's children is a lot different than taking care of your own. So, right. um, but I, I've learned a lot and I've loved it. And, and, um, and, you know, it continues, but it continues to be, you know, I, 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 someone said, you know, you're really living life. I tell you, it's cold here in St. Pete tonight, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, but it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. That's awesome. And then, um, you know, the other thing with, you know, being such a family oriented person as yourself, um, I find it, you know, hard sometimes by just being, you know, the chef of a hotel and running this podcast to find that time commitment and be able to, you know, have myself in three places at once. What would you, you know, the biggest piece of advice for trying to manage that? In these times where things are, when things are so noisy, I have to tell you this, you want people to know that you're there. So the best thing that you can do is make people aware that you are out there and that you're alive and you're doing well. Um, you know, the, t- the time that it takes to complain that you don't have time, you have, you, you, you could have already done it. Remember that. Um, right. when I, when, when the pandemic started, I did a lot of virtual cooking shows and I'll start back doing more, but I did them just to keep the people, make them aware that, Hey, I'm okay. I'm, I'm here. I'm there. I'm doing stuff. Right. So that's amazing. Make, and just remember guys, you really want to make sure that people are aware that you are still in business. You're doing things because the world is pretty noisy. Okay. And, right. um, and I, and I think that people are spending a lot of time home and they're still looking for their favorite chef, like something I started doing. I started doing cameo and, and, um, and a new thing that was started by Matthew Lowe, uh, Rob Lowe's son called Comey. And, um, and it's like the personalized information, uh, messages and all kinds of stuff because huh. people really want to connect to their favorite um, personality, whether they're cooking or whether they're actors and actresses. And I mean, right. the, the way it is now, because of the lack of because of social distancing and stuff, people don't have the intimacy which they once had. And so it's really there's such um, a need for that. So try to make try to focus on bringing bring in that intimacy and um and showing people that you're there and i think you'll be very successful well i'm freezing out here and i better run but i want to say it's been a pleasure yeah thank you thank so you. much for coming on so and much, sharing Jeff. such wonderful inspiration and words of wisdom 
Yes, definitely. Just stay strong. Really means a lot um, to us. You're very welcome. And again, stay strong, stay aware, and let people know you're out there and give them your best. And what you don't do well, try to do better, okay? All right? Will do, Chef. Thank you so much, Chef. Much love. Thank you. Pleasure. Bye-bye.